What's up, everybody? This is Elliot Terrell with ArtofMagic.com. You're listening to Magical Thinking, and thanks so much for listening to the show. You're really going to enjoy this episode. I certainly enjoyed talking to Brett Loudermilk. He's a dear friend of mine. We talked about him getting his start as a sword swallower, growing up in a weird sort of childhood environment, learning to swallow a sword over the phone, busking in New York, and then uh, on into doing what he's doing now, which is consulting and performing as a master performer. That's what Neil Patrick Harris calls him, and I would have to agree. He's absolutely incredible. One of my all-time favorites to see and watch perform. I do want to give you a little bit of a heads up. A little over an hour into the show, it gets a bit provocative. Brett is a variety act, and he has performed in some very strange and interesting places. And honestly, <laughs> you may need to buckle up for that part of the part of the show. Some of the stuff I even had to edit out. Brett wasn't comfortable sharing the story, so I think it turned out really well. I left my reactions in, and, and you will probably be able to piece it all together. But I just wanted to give you a bit of a heads up. That may not be for, uh, for the younger listeners, but you know, it's in there. If you're interested, you can have it. Also, when we recorded, Tom Mullica was still living. He, he hadn't uh, passed away yet. And we also mentioned Derek Delgado Show, which is currently titled in and of itself, which, I mean, that's, that's now the title. It's not even currently titled that. It is titled in and of itself, and it's playing now, so you should go see it. But anyway, we talked a little bit very briefly at the end about that. But I just wanted to mention those two things because we have recorded this quite a while back. Anyway, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Treasury of Wonder and at A Sense of Mystery. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at A Sense of Mystery. You can always get in touch with me by emailing me at podcast at artofmagic.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the show and what you think of the guests and maybe who you want to hear next time. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the episode. See you later. Sort out of me. And I said, food pussy, and I looked over at him, and he was just like... <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, uh, That's yeah cool. so making him laugh was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife was wearing this white dress with like all these colors on it, so I mentioned that I would, uh, if she pulled it out wrong, I would vomit all over her Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> nice. Tablecloth was a good one in the show that I was Oh, table, yeah, tablecloth was, was mean. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was like a slow burn. People had to realize yeah. they were talking about her dress. I was a couple, like the next day, there was a, a woman with silver high heels on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I do the thing, and then I go, uh, or I'll puke all over those, uh, your aluminum foil wrapped feet. And people were like, oh, and I, was, and I said something else, and then I looked over, and I was like, it's like, oh, like a little couple, like a little baked potatoes, <laughs> little baked potato tootsies. That's pretty good. And talked about her baked potatoes for a while. <laughs> yeah. Riffing bits. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes, your your show with Justin was definitely my favorite thing I've ever seen in the Peddler. Really? Yeah. Thanks, man. By far. Thanks. It was awesome. And yeah. that was the first time I'd seen you perform, which was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> oh, you know, just uh, pulling things out of my throat. Just that. So you mentioned in your show yeah. that you 
Todd Robinson, right? Is that Todd Robbins taught me? Yeah. Todd Robbins. You you called him on the phone. Oh, yeah. just what's your origin story? Tell okay. me about We're that. recording. Yeah. Of yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so origin story. <laughs> I grew up with a grandfather who was a faith healer. Essentially, he we had a like a Pentecostal faith healing tent show deal so I was exposed to really weird shit as a kid yeah you were like a sideshow performer yeah as a child <laughs> yeah but without I was I was but, there yeah I was yeah, there yeah, yeah. and you know my grandfather knew carnies like he knew weird people mm-hmm. and I saw a sideshow when I was really young mm-hmm. um, he came out as an atheist and sold everything and, and got out of it Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we. Uh, how did that? How did that affect your like worldview? I was really young, but uh, it affected it enough. I, I mean, it, especially the rest of the family, you know. Yeah. So. So things wow. were things were weird, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, to say the least. I come from a place where there are people that still do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and it's so much fun to go see. It's yeah. so weird and like. Uh, jarring. Um, oh, small dog. Um, he wants to play with this. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. We can't. We can't have the dog. This yeah. is great listening. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Yeah, talking about the dog. Um, shaking with anticipation. <laughs> oh my god. He's, He's really shaking dog. like a sh- little shit. No, oh, what was that? Uh, From um, Grandpa uh, Pest. He's really adorable. That happens. He to, lives with a magician. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> that happens to that dog. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For the benefit um, of the listeners, we're trying to fool Hilton, Dave's dog. I'm sure everybody already knows Hilton. Via Instagram. Via Instagram, and also, he's constantly interrupting this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's So funny. it's fine. How, how many of these have you uh, recorded? Uh, so far, about <clears throat> seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And we're launching in February. Great. So, nice nice big backlog. Yeah, getting them in the can. Yeah. Anyway, so, Faith Healer no longer. Than yes. Mine. Okay. So, uh, Faith Healer no longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I had a magic set. Same story as everybody else. You're five years old, you get a magic set, you you get hooked. Mm-hmm. And then, it just goes from there. I learned how to hammer a nail up my nose when I was eight. Then, um... You know, I learned how to eat fire, lay on a bed of nails, walk on broken glass. Uh, The list goes on and on. When I was 15, I absolutely had to learn how to swallow swords. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the the one thing that was like, this is the holy grail. Okay. So I saw Todd Robbins on TV. He... He was swallowing swords and hammering nails up his nose. No, he swallowed sword and ate a light bulb, I think. Okay. And uh, and I found his number on the internet. Yep. I cold called him. Yep. And I said, will you teach me how to swallow a sword? I, well, for, I, I first go, hi, uh, I'm Brett Loudermilk. I'm this 15-year-old kid in North Carolina. Uh, we need to know each other. I know this guy and this guy and this guy. 
and I dropped all the names of all these other like old school showmen mm-hmm. whom I had also cold called. <laughs> um, and he was floored that I yeah. knew who these people were and I knew their stories. Yeah. You were legit. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, okay, will you teach me how to swallow swords? And, uh, and he agreed. He said, yeah, sure. I'll do that. And I learned over the phone. How do you learn over the phone? <laughs> was this like 15 was, minutes? He was like, yeah, this is what you do. And then pretty much it was a series of calls, okay. you know, so like do this, this, and this, and then, uh, let's talk tomorrow. And do this, this, and this. Okay, what problems are you running into? All right, here's how you correct that. Maybe try this. Uh, what are you doing at this point? Mm-hmm. Those types of things. Um, this is good teaching. It yeah, like really yeah, it was in depth. very thorough for over the phone. Yeah. Um, and then I, 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 I did it finally. It took it took a very long time, and yeah. it finally happened, and... Uh, and I told him that I got this coat hanger all the way down because that's what I was learning with. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, well, now you're a man. <laughs> and he sent me my first sword. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And all the while, my parents did not know yeah. that I was learning how to do this. Are your parents still Pentecostal Carolinians? No, 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 no. no, okay. no it's all... We've all figured it out. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you're hiding this from your parents. They know you do blockhead and eat fire and other Yes, they, they know that, and they're not happy about it. Okay. Um, Who is at this stage, though? No one's parents likes that they're doing anything weird. No. No, yeah. they don't. Okay. Um, nobody wants their kid to be different. Yep. So, you know, I learned all these things. I... I'm performing already. I'm doing... I have a stage show at the Renaissance Festival in North Carolina when I was uh, 14. Okay. So before I was even swallowing swords. Yeah. Um, and they, I was on the t- same time slot as the joust. So I would have to fight really hard. You were competing hard. very difficult. Yeah. I, I would have to fight really hard for an audience. And, uh, and that helped me as a performer. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward... Uh, to after learning how to swallow swords and all that, I dropped out of high school at 17 mm-hmm. and moved to New York City uh, with 500 bucks in my pocket. I was street performing every day. The day I got there, I started street performing. What were you doing on the street? Uh, sword swallowing uh, and fire breathing. Okay. That was that was mainly it. Okay. Um, and that's how... That was the start of the act that you saw... Uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, and when was it? How many years ago was this? That was. Let's do the math. <laughs> 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 11 years ago. Wow. Okay. 11 years. Yeah. All right. It yeah. shows. It shows. Your show is amazing. Thank you. So, okay. So, busking, street performing with uh, sword swallowing and fire eating. Yep. And I, and I moved there with the intention of being closer to Todd Robbins. Okay. And, and learning everything I could from him. So, we went to lunch almost every day. Um, you know, Todd bought me my first suit. Uh, it was a bright blue zoot suit. <laughs> but it was a suit. <laughs> 
Um, no. I have moved on since then. <laughs> we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, that's that's that. And I was there for two years before I uh, ended up in Los Angeles. Okay. How big are your crowds that you're pulling? Uh, um, I would pull... Numbers, I don't know, a few hundred. Okay. Um, not at the beginning. Sure, of course. You know, it took... I learned really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been pretty good at picking things up mm-hmm. and figuring out a formula that works for me, a persona that works for me at that age yeah. on the street. I got that dialed in. And, How did you... Uh, what kind of persona did you come up with? What is that? You know, a kid on the streets of New York. An aggressive, aggressive loud-mouthed kid, which arrogant, still comes showy. out. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. am the future kind of kid. I am the future. <laughs> you better fucking watch me. Yes. Because you're going to see me later. Yeah, yeah. You know? Great. Um, I would I would run over to people mm. that were walking by, grab them, and pull them towards the show and make them stay. And if they tried to leave, I would scream at them and yell at them. <laughs> Yeah. And they would give in. The mm-hmm. audience would get on my side, yeah. and and they would stay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it that that's what works for me is being aggressive and mean to people. It's because you <laughs> it's because you look like a like a forest nymph. You should, yeah. you should be you should be donned in like a tiny little loincloth that has flower petals on it. So you yeah. think, I feel like you'd get away with like that kind of thing. It's like this guy's not gonna hurt anyone. Yeah, well I say it with a smile of and course, I, yeah. you know and there's a level of charm there that, that, that combats the abrasiveness. Yeah. And that is much harder to learn and cultivate and I would yeah, say that's it's just built into your That's bones. just built into me, yeah. yeah. I mean my mom does a similar thing, mm-hmm. you know. She grabs people and screams at them. Or? Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> uh, mainly me, but uh, but no, like we we have a very sensible, uh, similar sense of humor. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're you're. For I mean, for most intents and purposes, you're born with that ability. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, I was listening to somebody, some comedian, talk about. Uh, I think it may have been Mark Maron. Uh, he was asked to speak at a, um, oh, at a comedy class, <laughs> and he says, none of you are going to be comedians, simply because you are here. At this class. At this class. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have to take a comedy class, you're not funny. Yeah. It's not going to happen for you. <laughs> you can't learn it. It's, 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 you can improve upon it. Sure. Yeah. Greatly. <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, if you watch Louis C.K. in mm-hmm. the 80s and Louis C.K. now... Two different animals. Completely different people. Yes. yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can always improve upon it, but it's it's ingrained. It's a, it's a born thing. Sure. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that sense of, like, timing and... Uh, I don't know, just a, a quick wit and and these other inherent funny things. Yeah, and I don't necessarily consider myself quick. Um, it may appear so mm-hmm. on stage. Uh, but that's the part that like I think is cultivated. You've done so yes. much performing. I've done so much and I've seen so many different things. If I didn't come up with something on the spot, yeah. uh, which I do sure. a lot, but... Um, if, if I haven't or whatever, I've got time to then think about it after the show. Yeah. And then I go, okay, I've got that. 
Yeah. And then when that situation happens again, because it will happen again, because everyone is the same. Yes. No one is unique. <clears throat> Every audience, you know, they're either good or bad, mm-hmm. and they all think of the same shit. Yep. And, uh... That's uh, one of the beautiful things about the act I just saw, is that a lot of the jokes that get the biggest laughs that you do, there's no setup. No. It's a punchline because you know everyone has already got the setup. They're already thinking it. Yes. So, I've... I've that's And that's how the act is constructed. You know, you see a visual, you're already thinking of something in your head. Yep. And then I tell you what you're thinking. And then you or, say food pussy. And then I say food pussy. <laughs> and people go, what? What did he... What? No, he didn't. Did he just say that? What does it mean? It means mouth. A food <laughs> pussy is a mouth. And I'm very hungry right now and would love to stuff my food pussy. Um, but I digress. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not I'm not I'm not as as quick-witted as it appears. Quick-witted as it appears, uh, I can do it, and I do it more on stage. Yeah, well, you kind of click into gear, and I click into gear. The adrenaline's pumping. The my brain running. is working in a in a different way. Yes. Um, when I am out with people and I'm not performing, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm ever the funniest person in a group. Sure. Um, Funniest people in a group usually think that. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I'll take that. You're welcome. welcome. But uh, but yeah, like it's just it's it's I don't know I don't know it's a it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. So when you 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 know how much has magic actually played a part in your development or is it hugely okay yeah. hugely i have been so, so i i hate sideshow performers okay um i know there's a lot of drama yeah well <laughs> if you follow me on facebook yes <laughs> which you should if you're listening to this yeah uh i'm very bitchy <laughs> uh and i'm not afraid to call people out yep um and it's actually given me a massive amount of respect which is insane. Like, I just... One day, I just stopped caring. Yeah. And I was like, look, I don't like what's happening in this world that I absolutely adore and have invested my entire life in. Yeah. I dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm. I gave up, like, an education for this. Yeah. And everyone's fucking it up. So... I One day, I was just like, well, I'm going to stop you know, pretending that everything is waffles and rainbows. Yep. And go, okay, you and you are terrible. This is why you are terrible. What are you doing? Yeah. Do you think about what you're doing? What what is the what is the purpose of of all of this? Yeah. You know? Um I get emails all the time from people uh now after being so opinionated mm. about like, oh hey can you watch this video? And uh, tell me what you think, and I have to respond. Do you really want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll spend. Because I, I have a lot of free time. <laughs> I will spend, you know, three hours on a two-minute video. Yeah. And write five pages of 
notes and yeah. like this is this is what you're doing wrong this is what you're doing right what are you trying to say here's what i think you're trying to say yeah this is what your audience is probably thinking you're trying to say. And are all of those these things cohesive? Yeah. Are they cohesive? <laughs> is this the message you want to deliver? Do you even have a message? Yeah. Um, and mo- more often than not, people, when I say, do you really want to know, they're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. But, but that, again, is like, you know, you your self-assuredness and deciding not to care anymore, that gives you the liberty to be honest. Yeah. Those people haven't accepted that for themselves yet, so they don't want to know the real people. Opinion. It's you. You. One of the biggest problems in sideshow and magic, uh, and I and I'll I'll answer the magic question that you asked before. Take your uh, time. Is that people believe their own hype? Yep. And you can't. You can't sideshows inherently are not good. <laughs> they aren't. If you, I mean, even in the heydays of Sideshow, in the, during the Depression, when there were, you know, over 300 traveling Sideshows, none of them were good. Mm-hmm. A Sideshow is about the banners. So you've got a banner lying on the outside, and you have an outside talker, never to be referred to as a barker. Okay. You have a talker. Okay. The talker, their job is to sell the banners. You've got these beautiful pictorials in the outside. They're painting these beautiful word pictures in your head. Um, and then you go into the tent. And the show only needs to square the beef. It only needs to square the banners. You deliver the bare minimum mm-hmm. so that people don't ask for their money back. That's it. That's all it is. The and show happens before you see the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the show happens in your mind. You go in, you're like, eh. I right, guess they was, were right. You know. I guess that's what, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I saw a frog boy. He rolled a cigarette with his lips. That was really great. He didn't look like a frog. <laughs> he was a small black man in a wheelchair. Like, that's, and that's the reality. Yeah, it's yeah. like Otis Jordan yeah. was, uh, was billed as frog boy for most of his life. Later on. Uh, when he was working in Coney Island. He's frog man. He, no, he was... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, later on, he was frog man. Uh, funnily enough, uh, funny enough, they um, were never man, men or women. They were always boy or girl. Don't know why. Okay. Uh, I'm sure somebody out there... I'm sure Todd Robbins knows why. Mm-hmm. I do not know why. Um, but Otis... Otis Jordan was, was, uh, had withered arms and legs... And did everything with his mouth and lips, mm-hmm. uh, and it was incredible. He would he could light matches and roll cigarettes with his mouth, and I, I I've seen video of it. I, I didn't get to see him in person uh, because he died when I was too young. But it was remarkable. He was called the Frog Boy because he his legs kind of were like bent into like a frog like shape, uh, but that was it. Sure. And then um, in Coney Island. In Coney Island, he was then billed as the human cigarette factory, which okay. made more sense. Yeah. And the banner was a much more honest banner because it showed uh, effectively a, a, an immobile man mm. in a wheelchair rolling cigarettes. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge step for, for them to like have a, a very honest banner sure. on their banner line. Uh, but it was cool. 
and and he was more comfortable with that. Uh, so yeah, side shows have never been good, and they aren't now. Yep. And there's a reason I don't call myself a sideshow performer. Yeah, I just was like so ready to accept that. Yes, sideshows are bad. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's yeah. it's it's not they're they're not worth not seeing. Yeah, you should absolutely go see them because it's a it's an American art form. Sure. It is a truly uh, American thing that was invented here, and uh, and is all over the world. But but it's it's an Americana folk outsider art thing that's yeah. that's cool. Uh, it's just doesn't stand up to what entertainment should be. Yeah. Now. So um, you don't build yourself as a sideshow performer. Yeah, I don't call myself a sideshow performer. I'm a, I'm a variety act. Okay. I do a very weird niche thing, mm-hmm. and I try to make it as entertaining as I can. Yeah. Um. You know, and and you were asking how magic has influenced that. Uh, I've been a magician since I was five years old. I think about magic every day. I think about magic more than I think about sideshow, and that's what I do for a living. Yeah. Uh, even though I hate calling it sideshow, <laughs> um, and I've been accused by other uh, sideshow performers that I think too much like a magician, to which I go, "You're an idiot." Because a good magician is supposed to think about every aspect of what they're doing. Every fine little nitty-gritty detail. Yeah. Um, you think too much like an artist. Let's yeah. take magician out of it because there's a lot of bad magicians. There's a like, ton of bad magicians. Yeah. You're, yeah you're I'm thinking like an aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Because I need to know what the audience thinks. Yeah. What are they thinking in every moment of what I'm doing? Yeah. What am I conveying? I, all the things that I just talked about. awareness yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah, it's about self-awareness, and it's from years of hating what I was doing. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I did two shows last night at the castle that I hated. I hated them, but I got great. I watched the tapes, and the audiences loved them. I killed. Yeah. Why did you hate the shows? You know, uh, I felt like my timing was off. Okay. I said things out of order. It was, you know, the. The problem that you have when you're doing, you know, three shows a night for sure. four days or whatever the Peller is. Yeah. Um, you know, you're just being really repetitive. You don't know what you've done and what you haven't done. Yeah. I repeated yeah, a couple okay. jokes. Sure. You know, the first show was great. That was the one that Mulaney was in. John Mulaney. And uh, that was fantastic. I love that little comment thread, too, that happened on your... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just burning his bits in the comments. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Anyway. Yeah, so so the first show was killer. Yeah. Second show, um, there were a couple people in the audience that there is uh, a lot of uh, emotional stuff with. Okay. um, Which I'm sure you realize what I'm talking about. Uh, and so that kind of affected me. You could feel me. it in the room. I could feel that in the room. Yeah. And, uh, and the person that introduced us, the, the manager in that room, uh, called me Brett Loudmilk. <laughs> and I'm standing, 
I'm standing literally three inches away from her behind, separated, and we're separated by a curtain. So yeah. she says, Brett Loudmilk, and walks away. And then I come out going, yeah, that's not me. Uh, my name is actually Brett Louder Milk. Yes. Um, but thank you for the attempt. Uh, and then I felt like, I was just too heady about that. Yeah. Like, it destroyed me. Yeah. And I ended up repeating several jokes and going, oh, I already said it. Okay. Uh, and it, I just kept it getting... just threw off your groove. Yeah. I was yeah. tripped up the entire show. <clears throat> sure. Was I still effective as a performer and an entertainer? Of course. Because yes. that's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I was not happy. Mm-hmm. And I go backstage and I wanted to just break shit. Yeah. And then that carried over into the next show. And sure. I just didn't feel good about it. Yeah. Um, and that happens. But that's what should happen to somebody that cares about what they do. Of course, yeah. You're supposed to hate what you yeah, do. Yeah, and you had the correct response to it. Because you need to know what to work on. Yeah. You need to realize where the errors are. Yeah. And I did realize where the errors were. Yeah. Um, and you also now... You know, not that this hasn't happened before or whatever, yeah. but now, you know, that's like a, <clears throat> that's a thing that you can be kind of aware of and proactive about next time somebody fucks up your name. It's like, mm-hmm. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I were to go back in time and do that again, yeah. I wouldn't have even mentioned it. Sure. Because ultimately, my name's not important. Yes. Eight people in that room will remember who I am. Yeah. They'll remember what I did. Yes. They're not going to remember my name. Sure. You know. It's it's like a joke that I make in my act. Oh, you you're the guy. You're yeah. you're the sword guy. And uh, it's like, yeah, I, I am, but I'm I'm more than that. My <laughs> name is Brett. Thank yeah. you. Hello. Nice to meet you. Um and I do that all the time. All the yeah. time. I perform a lot in LA and I get I get recognized and I'm always the sword swallower or the sword guy. Yeah. You know. And it's that thing where you, where you loathe what you're best at, because it becomes, it becomes your see. defining thing. Yeah, and it's uh, there's so much more. Like sure. I'm, I'm, I'm more. It's like when I had a mustache. Yeah, it's like I am more than a mustache. <laughs> you it's, did rock that though. I, I I pulled it off, but <laughs> six years is too long. Sure. And uh, and now I feel much better about myself when I wake up and don't put glue stick on my face. <laughs> so I, I'm in a healthier, happier place <laughs> without the mustache. Because of the mustache, oh, the weight has been lifted as you shave it off. Yeah, I, the turning point was for everybody growing one first of all. Yeah, that's okay. That's and cool. going, oh, I can't be associated. I with can't talk people. to that asshole. Look yeah. at him, you yeah. know. And then. I realized, oh, people look at me and they go, oh, look at that asshole with the mustache. Yeah. And then I discovered uh, one day out of necessity that uh, glue stick is superior to mustache wax. Really? Yeah, because, uh, well, let me tell you. Okay. So mustache wax, you've, you've got to melt it a little bit. You've got to get it soft. Yeah. You have to work it into the hairs. You have to use a blow dryer to, to uh, spread it out and make it even. Yeah. And then you have to set the the curl or whatever the of the of the handlebar yeah and uh, and let it let it solidify and and then you have your finished product it takes five five minutes yeah you know three to five minutes yeah but it takes time sure 
mustache uh, with the uh, glue stick, you rub the glue stick in, boom, 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 you coat all the hairs, get the curl you want, hit it with a hair dryer for two seconds, and it's dry. And it stays there. And it's great. And it washes out instantly. So there you go. I bet Elmer had a badass mustache. I bet he did. If any of you <laughs> assholes still have a handlebar mustache, Elmer's glue stick is, is where it's at. That's awesome. Yeah. And I use the purple one that goes clear. Yeah. By the way, just so The purple know. one's the best one. Yeah. It tastes pretty good, too. Du- mm. You would know. Yes, well, I do put it was mostly anything in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. That's true. That's yeah. true. I've seen it in person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I had something I was going to ask. Oh, mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was going to do a reference. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's fine. Now what? Uh, magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah. So. Are you, do you practice magic? Or are you? A little bit. A little bit? I mean, yeah. I do. I, I, I've created magic for people. Sure. <clears throat> um, I've, uh, can't currently discuss of course, certain no, projects, sure. but have consulted yeah, yeah. for very big names in the magic world, mm-hmm. um, and and done some really cool stuff. Yeah, and the glue stick was choice. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know, I I love magic more than anything. I really do. It's endless. Yeah. Uh, it it really affects people. I think it's really cool that you're sort of. Yeah, I I wouldn't say you're not in the community because you're you know definitely in it. Yeah. <laughs> but doing the the show that you do and the work that you do, you're sort of adjacent to magic, and then magic doesn't become the thing that you hate and loathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Which true. I think happens to people that get really good. A lot of really great magicians, a lot of our contemporaries, you know, that are the best in the world, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they start to not like the people mm-hmm. and, and everything. And they get frustrated with the people who don't care about as being much as it, they, they do. Yeah. And it, yeah. So it's, it's this really vicious cycle. And it's, you know, as an artist, as somebody that already has a delicate mental state anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard, you know. I'm so lucky. Like, it's so crazy that I don't drink and mm-hmm. don't do any drugs. Yeah. Because I I would love them. <laughs> I know that I would love yeah. them, and I would be out of control and yeah. a horrible human being. <laughs> uh, Good yeah. self-control, though. Yeah, I, I have a lot of self-control. And a very, yeah. I'm very stubborn and, uh, and, and, and very much into self-preservation mm-hmm. as far as, like, even though I swallow swords and do things that could kill me, um, I still haven't quite figured that out. I don't think enough. I don't think there are enough hours in the day to figure out why I do this, and I'm terrified of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the uh, it's it's that this is a way that you could kill yourself that you can control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it go. You know, go, like I won't get on a roller coaster because I have no control. I hate roller coasters. Yeah, they're the worst. I can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. I can't put my life in somebody else's hand. I hate haunted houses. <laughs> I, you know, I hate them and love them. I, because I just, <clears throat> it's so fun to just scream like a girl and run, <laughs> and just you know, it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's it, it's it's great. And I, 
I love designing shit like that. I yeah, love yeah. I love coming up with things that will terrify people. Mm. Uh, and a project that I'm working on now, not necessarily is about t- terrifying people, but it's about really emotionally affecting people and 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 making them feel very uneasy. Yeah, I see. Dread gets me off way more than like jumpscares yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I would. Much I think that's rather... why like The Shining. Yeah. is a hallmark of horror cinema is yeah. because like you just feel uneasy the whole the entire time, time. Yeah. yeah yeah that's 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 what's exciting about this is mm-hmm. is is creating a narrative and and all this that's about and that's that's got to be so meticulous every right. word in the story has got to be exactly yeah it's right. ter- it's terrifying to do yeah uh but Man, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm super interested in, in magic that makes people feel and that makes people uh, have an emotional reaction because, you know, there's no point to a 4 ace trick. No, there's not. And, you know, I, I specialize in giving people a feeling that they hardly ever, if ever, feel. Mm-hmm. Uh and I don't even know how to describe what people are feeling when they're watching me. Yeah. I can't put words to it. Um, but I can definitely show you. Yeah. You know. Um, when I'm swallowing a sword and causing a sense of, like, awe and disgust mm-hmm. and wonder mm-hmm. and making people laugh. And jealousy. And jealousy. <laughs> like, all these things. Like, yeah, all of them. Like, yeah. people are feeling this massive mix of emotions yeah and it's and i also uh for for those of you that have never seen me uh i don't explain that the swords are real that is a i I was curious about that yeah yeah. and that was a big choice that i made yeah because one of the things that i hate about sideshow is that is how macho it is Mm -hmm. um and how Everybody's like, oh, this is real. It's steel. I'm gonna, I, I, look how crazy I am. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm, that doesn't impress me. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the exact same school of thought as the last Blaine special, Real or Magic. Yeah. What is it? Is it real? Is it magic? The wonder is in not knowing. Sure. That's what's important. You think about it. You go, like, during my act, you go, oh, is he doing this? I, I don't think so. Oh, my God, I think this is real. That's why That's why the balloon is the finale. Yeah, that's why I swallow a balloon. Because that shit is, like, yeah. there's no explanation. No, and and by that time, yeah. everyone thinks it's real. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, and that used to frustrate me a lot. But now it's I I'm quite happy about that. Yeah, I love I, it. Yeah, I think people ought to. Yeah, I mean it was frustrating because I worked so hard on this ability that nobody has. Sure. Yeah. And then it gets effectively trumped by a magic trick, something simple. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it's still amazing. Yes. Looks real the way you present it. Like I I think it's stronger that it could be and should be. Real yeah. for the audience. Well, I also think for any of you listening, if you do not swallow swords, even if you do swallow swords, 
uh, don't do my act. Uh, first, uh, and uh, second of all, if you do not swallow swords and you're a magician, um, do not swallow a balloon. Because I have seen too many overweight, middle-aged white men in a bad suit sucking on a balloon that looks like a penis mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. Yep. And it, it doesn't, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's funny in a jarring way. Like, that's, that's a thing that people don't get is just because an audience is laughing doesn't mean it's good. Yes, that's very true. You know? Yeah, yeah. There is a difference. There are a lot of different types of laughing. Yeah. And you've got to be able to figure out and what And that just happening. comes from, yeah, from doing the shows. And it, it comes from the doing the shows, reading the audience, and being and introspective. taste. Yeah. Yeah. Taste. And, uh, you know, I, I've had many conversations with Jim Steinmeier about taste. And his whole thing is that a good magic act, a good act, is a collection of tastes. Because one person mm-hmm. is not capable of controlling every little thing and creating something beautiful and great. There are exceptions to this rule, but it's very, very rare. Mm-hmm. You need people behind you. You need people helping you. Yeah. You know, so I I have a team of people. I have people that I go to yeah. with ideas and things, and I workshop stuff privately with people before before it ever hits a stage. Of course, you know, and that's the way it should and ought to be done. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I get brutally honest feedback from these people because that's what I need. Yeah, you and know? that's what you're asking them for. Yeah, yeah. And when anybody asks me for my feedback, that's what I give them because mm-hmm. that's what they need. Yeah, they don't need somebody to tell them that what they do is great. Mm-hmm. Because when that, that's the other thing that I get all the time is like, oh well, you know, my audiences tell me it's great. No, they oh, don't. God, shit. I just got this terrible flashback. <laughs> yeah, I was at a magic convention in Dallas, um, and it was it's a like a small intimate thing at like a Holiday Inn or something. And uh, this local magician who just heard there were magicians hanging out came and basically crashed the convention. Yeah. And so everybody's in a lecture, and myself and two other people, who I won't name, are in the lobby. And <clears throat> I walk up to the table, and this guy that I don't know is standing there with these my two friends. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends says, oh, man, you've, Ellie, you've got to meet this guy. He, he's really something. And I'm like, wow, if, if my friend <laughs> yeah. wants me to meet him, he must be amazing. I know that's, this is That's going. great. Yeah. And so he's like, my friend's like, uh, yeah, will you show him that trick that you showed me? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And he comes around and he's like, yeah, your friend really likes this. And he proceeds to do literally the worst ambitious card I have ever seen in my entire yeah. life for you, so many reasons. You're terrible people. You're evil. But it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, like yeah no I, I get it and that's it, it this yes. is what he said to me what did he say to you I was like first off I was like that's not good it's bad and I, I looked at, I gave my friend the meanest bitch face I was I'm like, sure yeah, yeah yeah why have you done this to me yeah <laughs> and I was like you for, I was like you know this wasn't good here's some things you can improve on just technically and then he's like you know I just think you know, I, I kill with this routine. People love this. Like, uh, I'm an awesome magician. My audiences love me. Like, this this routine kills. And I'm like, 
first of all, I don't believe you at all. Mm-hmm. Secondly, the way that you did that, in the manner that you did that, I can't believe people would enjoy watching. Yeah. And he, he was like, well, you know, I think magicians just, like, think too deeply about their stuff. He was yeah. like, it's so easy to fool people. Why do we need to do all this extra stuff? And I was like, I, I looked him in the eye and I said, you're shitting on everything I believe in. Leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, and that's very, very, very common. Um, <laughs> you know, I, but yeah, I, I, I get told, oh. No, it's fine. We're not in the middle of anything. No. Well, no, this is my alarm for parking. Oh, wow. So what I should do yeah. is uh, I want to continue this conversation. Yeah. Um, I will go put money in the meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll pick this back up. Yes. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't remember. Okay. It, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, let's and talk magic! about... Magic! <laughs> magic! Uh, um, it's magnets. Magnets. That's how it all works. Um, let's talk about taste. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. And um, taste and style. Taste and style. All right, what do you want to know? Where do you get those fabulous suits? Oh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> oh, it's too good a secret. It really is. I know, it's like the best kept secret. I know, I don't, I don't think... Uh, well, they're not all from there. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got... I've got I've got a tuxedo and one suit. Yeah. But, um, no, I just, I, within the last three years, Mm -hmm. decided, okay, I want to look as good as I can, which is a good goal for anyone. Yes. Um... So the mustache came off. <laughs> yeah. Well, First thing to go. No, no I, I had the mustache. But I, I, you know, I took a trip to Dubai mm-hmm. to do a very large gig for a month. Yeah. And while I was uh, there, I had custom clothing made. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I designed a suit and like I did everything that I wanted to do to it. And it was a dream, mm-hmm. dream suit. And, you know, I put it on and people react differently yeah people go whoa that's an amazing suit like where did you get that what's going on um it's like well i I had it made oh oh, this whole thing yeah Mm -hmm. custom and uh and i like that yeah like and and the thing is feels good it feels good it makes you feel good you're more confident Mm -hmm. and it opens doors. Yes. If you look like you have a lot of money, mm-hmm. and that 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 gives off the uh, the appearance of what you do is important. Yes. And that you belong to a club. Yes. A like the basically the 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 one percenter types. All of that and more. You have to want to dress that way, which speaks even more. Yes. Yeah, to, to people to, that see you. Yeah, so when you meet these people yeah. that are the 1%, mm-hmm. that have all the money... They immediately recognize. They go, you're one of us. Yeah. Um, how much is your, your... How much do you want for, for this event? 20 grand? Okay. Sure. Because 
you look like you're worth it. That's how much money you make, clearly. Yeah. Like, that's why you're wearing what you're wearing. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's just how it works. If If I did not appear the way I appeared, met the same person, was exactly the same person that I am, mm-hmm. was just as charismatic and everything, but I did not appear to be of their... Uh, I'm putting up finger Fair quotes. quotes. <laughs> uh, their caliber of person. Yeah. Because I think that's bullshit. Um, but their caliber of person, mm-hmm. um, they would not consider giving me yeah. multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah. They would go, eh, give you 2500 bucks. Yeah. At the, at the very most. Yeah. You will not get more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do a 15 minute act. I don't do a lot, Yeah. you know, so it's, it's crazy when I can, when I can get a ton of money yeah. for, you know, effectively 15 minutes of work, which yeah, yeah. we all know it's way more than that. Sure. I put in the hours and flying and packing of and course, doing the whole thing. Yeah. That's what they're paying for. They're not paying for my stage time. Yeah. You know, they're not paying for the 15 minutes like yeah, they yeah. see me. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so that style and 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 appearance has been uh, uh, huge for me. Mm-hmm. It's been a very, very, very important thing in my how, life lately. How did you, you? Okay, so you make the decision. Then what do you do? Then you figure out how to do it on a budget. Yeah. Because I mean, I, you know, I work maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. Like. Very rarely am I in a position to like save a lot of money. Yeah. You know. Um, so I I'm I'm very fortunate enough to work the types of gigs that allow me to live fairly comfortably. Like I'm sure. I'm I eat out most every like I eat all my meals out. Like I never cook at home. Like mm-hmm. I'm not freaking out about little things like I don't yeah. mind filling my gas tank all the way up like I used to. Yeah. Things like that. Um I'm very fortunate to be able to 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 do that with the little work that I that I do. Yeah. Um, cuz I say no a lot mm-hmm. to like little things, which is also another step of getting those bigger things. Yeah. is saying no to smaller things. Yeah. Um which is a very scary step. Yeah. So, I don't have a lot of spare income. Um, to 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 throw at, you know, a two thousand dollars suit or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, you look around. You just you just have to have your eyes open all the time. Mm-hmm. If it's you know something from like Top Man or H and M, or if it's vintage or whatever, mm-hmm. you you find what you like. Yeah. And then you put it on and you go, okay, it's not quite right. How do I make this right? Yep. Yeah. You gotta go to a tailor. You yes. gotta you gotta take an extra step, mm-hmm. and then you can have something that looks like it was made for you. Yes, and uh, and you can embellish it a little bit if you want, like change change the colors of a button or what whatever. Sure, you know, I'm not saying bedazzle anything unless we're strictly saying not to bedazzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't don't. There's. I can think of a few bedazzling situations, but but not not for this. Um, yeah, so you just have to be smart about it. Yeah, and you have to get you have to get your 
brain in the right place. Yeah. You have to really want to do it. Yes, that's very true. You know, you can't just passively do it. Um, you have to make a decision of like, am I going to buy $700 boots yep. for, for an outfit? Yep. Because that sounds insane. Like I'm saying it and I'm kind of grossed out that I'm saying it, but I've done it. Yep. Because I know that that's going to say value. Yeah. To, to, to people that know. To, to people, people that, that know. see and appreciate. Yeah. Um, and it's it's absurd that that's the way the world works, but that's how it works. Yeah. And that's the game that you have to play. That's what I do. I'm playing you do it pretty game. well. Thank you. <laughs> you're very well dressed. Thank you. And it uh, helps that you're just like a handsome man. Oh, well, thank you. Thank well, you. For those of you that can't see me right now, I'm very sorry. <laughs> you should be very, very sorry. Pause, Google Brett Loudermilk. Go to my Facebook. I've got a great photo up. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's just it's 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 an attitude. It's mm-hmm. carrying yourself a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and people people like buying quality. Yep. So if you look like quality, they're gonna go for it. Absolutely. Also, it's like you. Uh, you pay more for something and you value it more. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a $300 pair of sunglasses and I have an $8 pair of sunglasses. I'm going to lose the $8 pair of sunglasses. I'm going to break the $8 pair of sunglasses. Yep. They were probably made in the same factory. And I'm okay with that. Yep. Because I paid more for the other ones. I know that I got ripped off. Sorry, my phone should be on silent. Uh, I know that I got ripped off on them, but I value them more. And in a weird way, I'm okay with it. Yep. Because, yeah, it, it speaks to, um, again, it's like a, it's a commitment to a specific message. Yeah. You're communicating a very specific thing with $300 sunglasses, a really nice fitting suit, great shoes, a, you know, a haircut that looks thought out. Yeah. There are, these are important things that a lot of people especially in magic, don't pay attention to, don't think matter. Yeah. And you just are not doing yourself or your audience audience the service that you ought to be Yeah. if you're not thinking about your cohesive message yeah. that you're sending. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's all... Every aspect of what you do is so important mm-hmm. because every aspect affects all of the other... A- it's... it's Yes. Absolutely. Everything is connected. Mm-hmm. And a piece can't be missing. Yeah. Because then it screws everything else up. It won't it might not break it, mm-hmm. but it will it will mar it. Yeah. You know. And uh you you ultimately don't want that. You want to avoid that. Yes. I mean, I'm not perfect. I've got uh, there's tons of things I need I need to do and need to improve upon. And, uh, you know, nobody, nobody is perfect. Um, and, and I'm constantly searching for what I need to improve. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the point is that you're, you're active about it. You're proactive in that. You are trying to improve continuously. I try to write after every show. Like at a castle, places like that, it's kind of impossible where you're doing so many. Yeah. But at the end of the night. Mm Mm-hmm. 
just jot down thoughts, mm-hmm. little ideas, little things, just so you don't forget them or so that you can solidify it in your head. Um, but just jotting down a couple sentences about what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's stream of conscious, it doesn't need to be able to really be read over a later at a later date. It's just about getting it out of your head and on the paper. Yeah. You know, don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about any of that. Just write. You know, that, that, that tends to, to help discover things. Yeah. 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 The act of putting it out on paper, like engages a part of your brain that. Yeah. Isn't at play in that moment. Also, I'm a big, it's completely different thing. I'm a big believer of uh, rehearsing, practicing, and then taking a nap. Really? Yeah. Rehearsing, practicing. Oh, yeah, of course. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Sure. Because, because you, your brain... That's it, what Edison would do. Yeah. 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 It, it sets it into your head. Um, and your brain continues to work on it. And Yeah. And, I don't know how it works, but it works. Yep. Um, you know, nap frequently, people. Does your throat hurt? Does my throat hurt? Yeah. Not right now, but like... Um, my throat hurts sometimes, yeah. yeah. I'm sure yours does too. No, I just meant like... Uh, I, I, it just like occurred to me. Or it didn't just occur to me. Yeah. I've had the thought before. But I wonder... I, You know... How, After how my tough, Yeah, how tough um, is it on your throat? No. Uh, the saw is the only thing that really is um, abrasive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sores are very smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, my voice is affected after a show, mm-hmm. but I'm yelling yeah. in my act a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm using a lot of energy and I'm swallowing swords. Yeah. So the whole cocktail of it really is. Yeah. The whole thing is what, what, what affects it. My throat never really hurts, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, but there will be uncomfortable feelings. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, okay. What, okay, so I, I don't remember if you just told me this or if you'd mentioned it in your act, but um, you said you went, I think it was to Dubai to do a show, and you mm-hmm. can use a line. How do different cultures and countries and audiences view you as a sword swallower? Are you so, like a shaman? To some people, <laughs> uh, just I, as magicians can be like, I, you know, I have actually, I've run into a couple crazy people that think things like that mm-hmm. about me, um, but pretty universally, all everywhere I've been in the world, um, the act works, yeah, because it's so rare, yeah, uh, and. And all those emotions that people feel are universal. They're emotions. all universal, and the comedy of my act is fairly universal. Mm-hmm. Um, places like Dubai, I have to tone down sure. certain adult themes that come along with sword swallowing. Of course. Uh, talking about blowjob dick humor, mm-hmm. for those of you that aren't <laughs> Didn't very get astute. It. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, 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 so... Yeah, you know, it's it, it 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 works everywhere. I did a I did a kid show. Mm-hmm. Um, my first kid show mm-hmm. I did was on Monday <laughs> of last week. Okay, and uh, it was for it was a five million dollar party for to- all nearly toddlers. 
they were very young. And I didn't know that booking mm-hmm. it. I just go, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do the gig. Yeah. And I get there, and it's... I, I can't describe to you how unbelievable this party looked. Like... The most extravagant thing. So extravagant, so whimsical. It was awesome. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Turns out it's for children. And not very many kids, either. <laughs> so I then did my act for kids, and they loved it. Yeah. Kids love sword swallowing. They love some goofy dude doing something that they know they're not supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, well, I and I, I was going to mention this earlier, but I, I, I like that it came up organically like this. But you are a very light, bubbly person that then dabbles in that dark humor throughout your show. Yeah. And I think you can easily leave that out and be palatable in places that aren't okay with it. Like a yeah. kids party or Dubai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because, well, performing in Dubai is a lot like performing at a kids party. <laughs> uh, yeah. I... I love darkness. Yes. I, like, my mental patient act is... Oh, is, yeah, yeah. It's a clown act. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's dark. Mm-hmm. And... Some places it's darker than others because I'm allowed to make it as dark as I want it to. Sure. Um, and more aggressive and more punk rock and like crazier. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so to, just to explain it, the mental patient act is uh, I come out and I my hair is like straight up. It's like super messy and crazy, really big. Uh, I look very sickly. Um, I've got like black bloodiness around my mouth uh, and I'm in a hospital gown in a straitjacket and I mm-hmm. come out in the straitjacket I escape and then I grab these swords that I find and then I just start screaming and laughing and shoving them down my throat mm-hmm. and it's to this really kooky 1950s like rockabilly song um, and uh and that's like this, it's totally different from my talking on stage persona. Yeah. But it's, it, I can do it as a family comedy act where it's just like this weird, crazy man that escaped and now he's doing this thing and like people are laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I can make it like really dark mm-hmm. where like there's a lot of blood involved. Yeah. Uh, I end up naked. Um, I, you know, will jump on people in the audience totally naked. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you may be asking where I perform this because you want to see it. And I was just thinking. The <laughs> answer is you probably will not be able to afford entry. So. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a very high dollar yeah, uh, I, entertainer. <laughs> there's, a, there's this legendary nightclub called The Act. I'm sorry, that's in Dubai. Um, that's the sister uh, club. Uh, the Box. Uh, there's this legendary nightclub called The Box in mm-hmm. New York City. There's also one in Soho in London. And uh, it's unbelievable the things that happen there. It's unbelievable the things that I've done and gotten away with there. Yeah, I've heard stories about you being absolutely absurd. Yes. In a way that is illegal in the open air. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, terrible, terrible just things. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, That's so so much freedom in that. Like, what does that feel like to just do it's whatever It's the best the feeling in the want? world. I, like, I... You're given permission to do anything, basically. Or you're not stopped yeah. from doing yeah, your artistic vision. Yeah. You're, they, you know, you're treated as an artist. Yeah. And you, you do your art. Um, and the things that I've done that are outrageous, there are people that do things that are a hundred times more outrageous than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm not, I can't even, I can't, I don't feel comfortable even <laughs> saying it on a non-censored podcast. Yeah. I I, yeah. You can say it and then I'll just censor it. Yeah. No. And then, cause then they can hear me react to it. <laughs> it will How be nothing but beeps. It'll, it'll, I'll just, it'll just be, I'll put a like background noise over it. It'll, however long it takes, and then they can hear me react to it. Oh my god! Do you want to do it? Um, sure. Okay. All right. You can't. You honestly, you I, cannot include no, no, no. what I'm saying okay. in the podcast. I won't. hundred percent, right. I won't. Let me take the time. Okay. All right. An hour and three minutes into it. Here we go. Okay. Yep. So, when I first my first gig at the box. Yep. I. Uh, <laughs> I was 18. Yep. And um, I walk in. I do an audition. Yeah. Um, they were like, okay, great. We, we want to put you in this this act where uh, the idea is that I'm, uh, I've been detained yep. by this hot dominatrix cop. Okay. Chick. Yep. Woman. And... Uh, I'm tied to a chair and she comes out on the stage and she's interrogating me for this series of brutal murders mm-hmm. which they're they're throwing up these uh, projected images of like dead bodies very gory. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Very gory dead bodies. And she uh, slaps me around um, puts a mousetrap on my tongue. Wow. Takes a pair of forceps and shoves them into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point I get angry. I escape from the ropes. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Now let me. Let and that me... had to sink in on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, people... Oh, and that's what you did. Okay. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> that's what you did. Okay. For realsies. Mostly. Cool. Um. So here I am, I'm an 18-year-old kid, Yep. and there's this really hot, like, 29-year-old woman, 30-year-old woman, um, that is uh, at the rehearsal, mm-hmm. and she looks at me and she goes, oh, honey, I, I hope you don't mind, we have to use this. Mm-hmm. She goes, because I'm married. <laughs> And at that point, my world stopped Fell because apart. I was like, oh, I'm actually going to... This is really going to happen. This is really going to happen. What? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> what did I sign up for? <laughs> so... How many people are in the audience? 300, 400 people. 300, 400 people. Yeah. Uh, all cheering it on. The whole this time. is when you lost your virginity? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish that's how I lost it. Um, but no, so yeah, I would strap it on and do do the deed. Wow. Yeah. 
Two minutes is a very long time. Yeah. Very long time. I can imagine. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, so there, there's a guy, there's an act where, uh, the guy would throw out, like, little gold coins or something on the stage. Yeah. Uh, and pick them up. Oh, wow. Like a frog tongue. Yeah, yeah. So go. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't know that the, uh, the Mr. Hands video was filmed <laughs> at the box. Yeah. It's oh. made, his aim was incredible. Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now, there was another act there that I performed with, and it was a guy who could come on command. On command. On command. Like, like... Placid. Like... You snap your fingers. Ejaculate. And he ejaculates. How... Not what? a normal amount. Like, buckets of... At least a cup. At least. How... Cups. Where do you learn that? That's who I need to that find. That is a medical call. condition. <laughs> that is not learned. That, that is just something that, like... That's well, that's unfortunate that this happens, but okay. Let me make fun of it. Yeah. It's like when anyone snaps. It's just like... <laughs> so, the the name... Of the, it was Get Out or Get Off was the, was the name of it. <laughs> so I was in a straitjacket on one side yeah. of the stage. He was on the other side of the stage, completely naked except for uh, sneakers, yeah. tube okay. socks, and a digital wristwatch. <laughs> kind of a dumpy guy. Uh, older, and he uh, stands there, like looking bored, and I'm on the other side of my straight check, and the host comes out in a um, in a uniform, mm-hmm. in, a, in a referee uniform, and they're like, okay, whoever get a, gets out or gets off first wins. This side is for you. This side is for you. Cheer them on, guys, and I start cheering them on, and and me on, and I'm freaking out. I'm flipping all over the stage. I'm bashing my elbow into the ground to get my arm over my head yeah uh trying to get out of the straight jacket and making it look fun and then the dude is just standing over there like tapping his foot occasionally glancing at his watch and people are like screaming at him to start like going at it yeah make it happen yeah and as soon as i'm getting out of the straight jacket and slamming it on the ground that's when he's going so we would finish at the same time it was a tie every night wow yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, there's more, but like, I'm it's, sure this is already the most scandalous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane, and the stuff that I like, like, me being totally naked and then running into the audience and seeing man or woman doesn't matter, seeing somebody and just jumping on them and and wrestling them to the ground. You've done things people only dream of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I got. I was. I was walking around as a character once, and uh, you can, you can, put this one out there. Okay. Uh, I was. I'm just gonna like come in and out of that because I want to hear all the. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll use my better judgment, and you can listen to it before it goes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can come in and out of so yeah, yeah, yeah. things, but most of that needs to be veiled. Of course. Um. So I was uh, walking around in this club and playing the mental patient character and I walked past this VIP table and it was like this big dude with uh, probably women he had paid to hang out with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them laughs at me 
And it wasn't like I was doing anything to be laughed about. You were just in character. I was just in character, and it was more of a, oh, look at the monkey dance sort yeah. of laugh. It was very condescending. Oh, yeah. So I turn around, and I lock eyes with her, and I walk forward, and I can tell she's nervous. Mm-hmm. And on their table was, like, you know, a $10,000 bottle of champagne and, like, all this stuff. And I took my... I put my arm out and I cleared their table. I just swiped everything off onto the floor. <laughs> and I winked at her. And then I walked away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I... That moment, I was like, I'm... This is my last night here. I'm being fired. And the director runs up to me and mm-hmm. he goes, Dude! That was amazing. <laughs> okay, just next time you do that, tell us so that we have somebody to clean it up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and the dude that was at the table loved it and ordered another bottle. So I made them a lot of money that night. Um, so you were the opposite of fired. <laughs> I was the exact opposite of fired. Yeah. Cool. It was great. Yeah. Um, but it's like therapy, working there. Because I can do anything yeah. I want. There's no rules at a place like that. No. Uh, and like if you want a seat up front you better have five grand in your pocket because that's what it's going to cost to get up front yeah. like it's it's crazy um, but it's cool it's 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 fun and it's like real performance art like yeah, yeah. that's where you go to see like a performance artist yeah yeah it's very cool that's really cool yeah what does it take to commit to perform in a place like that. And I'm not mean I, I don't mean like who are you rubbing elbows with? I meant like what what do you have to go through in your mind to be like I'm going to go out on stage and I'm going to do and by like, most people's standards unspeakable things. Yeah, like get naked or what, whatever whatever. Just whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and, you know, I mean mental illness helps. Yeah. Like we're I mean we're all screwed up to a point. Sure. Uh and uh, you know the the desire to be liked. Yeah. I mean, it all plays into that. It's like yeah. I'll do anything for attention. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I have an illness. Mm-hmm. I need the attention. Sure. Um, I happen to go further than most people to get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just am sure that I'm monetizing it yeah, when yeah. I do it. Of course. Uh, because that way. Yeah. I can pretend it's not an illness. <laughs> <laughs> do you do? Do you ever do comedy clubs? Do you do? Yeah, occasionally. Do you do sets? Uh-huh. Do you do? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. um, you're friends with very funny people. Yeah, the yeah, I'm friends with a lot of comedians, and I'm terrified of doing stand up comedy, straight stand up comedy. Yeah, absolutely terrified. The, I mean, so many people after seeing my act go, dude, you could not swallow one sword. Yeah. And that would have been just as amazing. Yeah. You know? And that might be true, yeah. but that's terrifying to me. Yeah, yeah. Not having that <laughs> The crutch. sword is a crutch. Yeah. yeah, it's a crutch. Yeah, yeah. And that's all it is in the act. Like, the, the act is not about the swords, it's about me. Yeah. Um, and that's clear. And, like, fun. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah, because you see, you, the first time I do it, you get it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. over. Mm-hmm. The jig is up. That's the deal. The sword goes in. The sword comes out. Yeah. Um, so I've imposed a challenge on myself of doing that seven times in 15 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but no, to, to, 
to commit to doing something like that. It's 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 wanting to be accepted. It's wanting to 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 have uh, friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as sad as it sounds, but I mean that's really what it is. You get specific, very specific attention. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. A lot of people one time, and it's yeah. it's intimate with every single person. Yeah, you know. I don't like performing for small groups. Yeah. Um, because of the pressures and stuff and because I say things that I don't filter mm-hmm. and I say things that could be very offensive and in a small group you're much more likely to offend and then people take the sides of the offended yeah in a larger group I'm gonna win yeah you know I will be successful yeah. because people will be on my side so how so let's just use the pillar Okay. For example, how is that as far as group size? It was fine. It was. It was smaller. That's the smallest as I would ever want to go. Okay. Um, I've thought about talking to to about doing my act in the close-up gallery. Oh, really? Because I really like the idea of only thirty people at a time being able to see the sword swallowing and the buzz that that would create around the castle. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. Um. And I wouldn't precede anybody for the show. It would, like, you have to wait in line. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. But I would definitely change the way I talk to people in that room. Yeah, it's... It's scary. Like, I, there were a couple times in the Peller where I felt like I could lose people. And I would then fix it. Yeah. But, uh, but like, in the palace at the yeah. Magic Castle... Yeah. I can say whatever I want. Of course. And it's going to be great. You're also on a raised platform in the palace. Yeah. You are literally looking down on the other people. Yeah. And this, okay, so this is something I think is interesting. For several reasons. One, Forest Nymph. Two, Killer Smile. (laughs) Three. Yeah. You're giving your helper, your participant, the power to end you. Yes. Yeah. You get to say that's the, whatever you want. That's the very first thing I do. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the difference between you being an, an asshole to somebody, and yeah. then allowing them to pull a sword out of your throat, yeah. and a magician in the close-up gallery being an asshole to someone and then doing a card trick. Yes. They don't get to do that. They they're not allowed. You are not allowed. Are giving yourself and anyone else permission. As long as the person is allowed to re- retaliate. Yeah. And the people in the audience see you do that and go, we get to be on his side because this is all in good fun. Yeah. And if it wasn't, he would die. Yeah. Period. Yeah. There's no If he really meant what there, he was saying. Everyone accepts it immediately. Yeah. That's great. And that's Whether why they realize love... it or not, whether it's intellectualized or not, yeah. you get that. And I think it's interesting because a lot of maybe magicians that... that didn't think as deeply about it would be like, no, that should be the last thing you do because, you know, it escalates. You're doing all the sword swallowing and then someone pulls it out of you and you go, no, 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 no. Yeah. It should be the opposite. Yeah. So that's every other sword swallowing act I've ever seen that employs somebody pulling the sword out of them. Mm-hmm. They do it last because it's the danger. You yeah, know? of it's course. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the ultimate. Yeah, you're building. Yeah. And I, I looked at that and I go, I'm going to do it first. Yeah. Because I want to establish all of that at the top. Mm -hmm. So then I can do whatever I want later. Is this something that evolved? What I mean by this is, did you 
see that and go, well, no, if I do it first, then this is what happens with the audience. I immediately started doing it first. You immediately started doing it first. So you knew at the very beginning, this is going to set up everything else and this is going to be stronger because the audience will be on my side. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was going to ask, or is that something that, you know, took you a long time to figure out? Yeah. No, that was, that was the biggest immediate thing. Um, Okay. And everything else has taken years. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So okay. So did you, I got lucky once? <laughs> did you decide to do that because you thought it would be better for the show, or because it's not what everyone else was doing? Initially, it was because it was what everybody else wasn't doing. Yeah. Um, and very quickly, I realized how energetically this is better for everything. Yes. Yeah. Great. And uh, no one has ripped that off. Actually, no other sword swelling act that I've seen. Um, has picked that up about how I has realized it. why it works the way yeah. it does. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. But maybe if some sword swallowers listen to this. <laughs> if you're if you're interested in sword swallowing, do Brett's act and then I'll say horrible <laughs> things about you on Facebook. And everyone listens because just look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People listen to me and you will not be liked. Uh, <laughs> Universally, that would uh, be the worst thing you could do for your career. That's that could be said of anybody. Though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe no, not the worst. Not the worst. Definitely not the worst. If you dress like Brett, that's pretty good. You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't shop at the same stores. I think we should tell them what store to go to. No. Why? Because it's so good, though. I don't want magicians to know. Why? Let them find it. Well, okay. Listen. Can we tell? Can we tell them who you learned about it from? Uh, Just to give them a little hint. We don't have to. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Dan White. Hella good looking. Wears a lot of stuff from this place. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Hilton. Yes. He agrees. Hilton agrees. <laughs> Hilton's wearing some stuff from this place right now. Yes. Uh, and his bow tie is fantastic. Fantastic. Tied yeah. himself. He pulls it off really well. He does. He does. Um, no, the, yeah. No, I. If, if you're so inclined, find it yourself. Uh, because it's, it's, it's too good of a secret. It is, yeah. It's a good secret. It's a good secret. Yeah. And it's one of those, it, it's one of those places We've that... We've built it up so much, everybody's going to find out now. Good. Yeah. That's what we want. It's one of those places that I don't like, want that. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> I, I went to the store the other day. Yeah. And the guy was wearing a suit that I have. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has that coat that you have, though. No. That is no. a yeah signature Brett Loudermilk piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's but it, that stuff is like immediately recognizable because of the quality and because of the fit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can tell is. pretty much immediately. Yeah. So those are enough good hints. Um, yeah, there you go. Find it. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Is there anything else? Can I look at my notes? Yeah, look at your notes. Rounds? Okay, let's see. Uh, have you ever taught people to swallow swords? I have. You have? I have. You have students, pupils? Um, yes, I've taught a few people. Some regrettably, some not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. What do people say 
when you tell them what you do on a first date? <laughs> I try to avoid it. Okay. But most Just people, like magicians. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, most magicians are, I think, too eager to tell people that yeah, they're yeah, magicians. Yeah. But, uh, no, I... Yeah, I, I mean, people know, typically, mm-hmm. um, what I do, because yeah. I don't... I don't meet a lot of people outside of friend circles. Okay. So, like, I don't I don't drink, so I don't yeah, go out yeah. to bars. Sure. I don't socialize that way. So I socialize through... There's always, like, six degrees of separation yes. between everybody I yep. know. Yeah, yeah, um, So even the idea of a first date is an interesting idea because I'll usually have known the person for a while okay. before that happens. Sure. Uh, with me. Um, not always the case, but, but, but a lot of the time. Um, and the, the, at, by that point, the, they will have already known quite a bit about me. Uh, but when people ask me what I do, I say I'm a comedian. Uh, I think that's a good answer. Or a or a th- theatrical consultant. Those are my two go-to answers. And they go, oh. And that's it. <laughs> Those yeah. are good answers. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote that down because there's... Um, uh, Frank Sinatra was on The Tonight Show with Carson. In you know a ton, and it in one of the episodes, Johnny says to Frank, he's like, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today. When you're you know, <laughs> when you're in the mood and you're making out with a lady, whose records do you put on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so I just wondered, you know, like yeah. if you're with a lady, yeah, whose records do I put on? Whose records do you put on? <laughs> No, I mean, I was yeah. I was going in a different direction with that, but it's fine. That oh. was the first date question. Is uh, that's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. asked that? Yeah. Just interested in. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. Um. I think that's it. There's a couple yeah. of questions I like to ask. Uh, when who who's your favorite magician? Oh, that's a really hard question. It is a very hard question. Take it. It's really hard, and I really don't think I can say one person. Top five for different reasons, or whatever you want. Well, I'll go ahead and say I think Tom Mollick is on the top of the list. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah. Sure. Um, He's one of the most legendary living variety acts of all time. Yep. Uh, I think his contributions to the magic world are very, very important. Um... And he's a really wonderful human being to, to top it all off. Like, yeah. he's a great guy. He's super nice. Uh, and I, I value deeply any amount of time I spend with him. Who else? Uh, Derek Delgadio mm-hmm. is, is unbelievably brilliant. You know, what he, like, you know, nothing to hide and, and the new thing that he's working on. Mm-hmm. He, is it still untitled? That's I, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> It no, was, I think the name is untitled. Oh, is it? I, okay. I, I, so far. Yeah. yeah I was yeah, trying yeah. to make a stupid joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I understand. Um, it, it's funny. Uh, he was asked recently, like, well, have you, what have you got so far? And he goes, nothing. <laughs> and the show opens very soon. 
but no, I, I think he's fantastic, and the yeah. way he approaches everything that he does is so thoughtful and so good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a he's an important guy to have around. Who else? I don't know. It, it's there's there's so there. When you think about it, there are a lot of really great magicians. Yeah. Um, they just tend to get overshadowed. Sure. By some not so great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, which I, this was something that I wanted to say earlier. Uh, lay people's perception of magic, you know, something I've always noticed is if you fool the person, if, if you're fooled by a magic trick, then it's good. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. No. But that's good enough for most people. Like, I, I took uh, a girl in New York City to a... Uh, okay. Uh, you went and saw a show in... Uh, I went and saw, I went and saw a, a, a very large magic show in New York City with a girl. Okay. And myself and a large portion of the audience did not like the show. Mm-hmm. It was actually... It actually received terrible reviews. However, the show was very, very, very successful. Um, I asked the girl that I was that I that I took uh, if she enjoyed the show, and she said yes. And I immediately go, "Why?" Yeah. And her response was, "I didn't know how the tricks were done. She they they fooled her." Yeah. So it was a good show. Um, and I decided because I I wanted more from the evening, mm-hmm. uh, not to go on a whole rant about how she's wrong. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that that so that's that's a point that I wanted to make earlier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that what was that it? spectators do or or don't. They don't know. Feel, they don't, yeah. they don't they don't. It, yes, I agree. They don't know what good is, so you have to teach them. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to teach, teach them. them. Just like you have to give them permission. Yeah. At certain points in the show. You have to teach them what's good and what's appropriate because they don't know, which is why a lot of people have problems with the Magic Castle. Yeah. Is because this is the mecca of magic. Yeah. And people want to go and see a lot of things there that aren't great. And sometimes they see someone that does a disservice to the art. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, the thing is. With the with the rigors of the castle schedule, of course, there's no way that there's it won't no happen. way to get great people every night. Yes, of course, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think that just you know speaks to how do we instill an appreciation for the artfulness of magic at a younger, maybe not younger age like Kip, but just when you're starting out, how do you kind of yeah you know appreciate that and care about it exactly I also don't like you know I haven't spent a lot of time with like the junior program or anything Mm -hmm. at the Magic Castle but from what I see on the outside there need to be younger people younger experience like younger older people yeah yeah involved sure with the junior program yeah because there from what I know there really aren't Mm mhm and these kids need to have, you know, coaches or what have you sure. that are thoughtful and are good and are modern, Mo- yeah, modern, contemporary, contemporary, and have and have sensibilities of 2016. Yeah, 
not sensibilities of 1978. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's another thought that I could talk about for a long time. But. Well, and it's just on how you know magic is defined. Yeah. What what is it? You know, yeah. and that's that's a conversation that I, I have with people all the time. Is yeah. you know, well, nobody knows what magic is. Yeah, and it, you can't define it. It's you yeah. know how you choose to interpret it. I was watching a. I was watching. I was talking to a the producer of Penn and Teller's Fool Us, mm-hmm. and we had a very long conversation about how difficult it is for them sometimes going. Well, that's not really magic. Well, wait. What is magic? We don't know what magic is. Mm. We can't figure it out. Because nobody can. Because, you know what? As much as you want to say sword swallowing isn't magic, Mm -hmm. it's fucking magic. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, Why is it magic? I don't really know. I can't give you a really solid answer as to why it's magic. But does it do the same things a fucking magic trick does to people? Yes, it does. Yeah. And that is the end of our conversation. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing it, Brad. You're very welcome. I really appreciate this, this. And enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Thank good. You. Now buy me food. Okay. All right. I will make up for what happened. <laughs>